Xin chào people and welcome back to the School of Knowledge podcast episode 2. I know, I know, it's been a while, you know, a week, I said every week and now it turns into two weeks and two weeks turn into a month and I do apologise. Um, let me explain, basically what happened was I was advised to um, stall episode 2 and just put things on hold, you know, because we have got big things lined up, uh, which I can't really get into that much right now, but it is all, it is all good stuff and yeah, I was just advised to 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 put it on hold for now um and see where where the next things might might take me might take us but what happened was as the weeks went by i just found myself wanting to talk and wanting to tell you guys stories and each week i was like no no but i just couldn't take it anymore and i just thought fuck it let's just do things but do it do it kind of restrictively like I kind of is that a word um just restricting myself so things in my past that I don't really can't don't really want to talk about and stuff like that however let me just get one thing clear just to clear the air I'll clear any um any doubts or anything I am not a drug dealer uh I don't associate with drug dealers uh I pay taxes I pay quite high taxes as well if you ask me but which is the right amount um <laughs> I am a, a law-abiding citizen. Citizen. Thank you very much. You know, I am legit. Nothing illegal about me. I'm just a guy here that manages a nail shop and trying to get on this podcast malarkey. Uh, <laughs> but, so, yeah, thank you. What was I saying thank you? Bro? Oh, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you for your lovely messages and your 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 appraisals. Also, also, for your critiques as well. I have taken them on board. I, I know, I know, I am rough around the edges and I do sometimes stutter sometimes I murmur and say uh, you know a lot I think I found that I found that out quite quickly with you guys um, but I just found myself I just think it like this I think I'm just like the Duke from Bridgerton Simon you know who he is the, the, the like the princey good-looking chiseled guy right um, if, you haven't, if you haven't watched Bridgerton yet go watch it uh, I found it really really enjoyable especially Know, around COVID times where you got nothing to watch and nothing to do. Episode six onwards, that's where it starts to get tingly down down the uh, um, willy part. I found <laughs> apparently apparently it's a bit like Gossip Girls, but a bit more raunchier and back in the old days, isn't it? Anyways, I went off there. Right? Anyways, so basically, yeah, Duke, the Duke Simon. Basically, when he was born and when he was younger, he, you know, he, st- he was stuttering and his dad disowned him because he thought he was dumb and he was an embarrassment or whatever. And as he grew up, you know, as he grew up, he turned out to be this fucking handsome fella. And this, like, as he improved his speech, as will I, right, in time, as I will grow into this podcast medium, my speech will improve, my enunciation will improve, my flow will improve. And yeah, so... That's that's my aim. I plan to be this Duke. I plan to be this sexy black man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll be. You know what I mean. Yeah, like I said, I welcome the criticisms. Why well, can't I say it today? Fucking hell. Um, yeah, I'm <laughs> Duke Simon. Um, yeah, just keep them coming. Um, thank you very much. I try. I'll try my best to to do this once a week. I I, I just can't see myself let letting. It, a month ago by without me doing one um i get itchy fingers and itchy and itchy mouth syndrome kind of thing happy valentine's day to everyone out there who's celebrating it you know all the loved one all the one all you guys who's got loved ones you know hope you're getting gifts hope you treat them right and hope you had some good sex for all you guys who's who's not 
lucky enough to have a partner or unlucky enough some might say you know i'm here i'm here with you i'm feeling this but i treated myself to one of these bad boys right i've got this octopus and it's reversible i don't know if you've seen it on tiktok but i just i've seen it i thought i'm gonna treat myself to that i thought i thought it was dead nice so one side it's angry and if you flip it the other side it's happy and cute and bought this for myself but i thought thinking the, my next um my next Conquest? No, not conquest. That sounds like I'm just in for the sex. My next, uh, <laughs> my next, my next girl. She's gonna have that in it. But for now, I'm keeping it. I thought I thought it was very nice. Yeah. Anyways, I don't really care about Valentine's Day. This doesn't affect me. Doesn't you know? Because I'm single and all that. I'm gonna move on swiftly to Happy Lunar New Year to everyone. Chuk mung namai in it. Does that sound weird with the word in it? Chuk mung namai. Yeah, happy new year to everyone out there who's celebrated it. I hope you guys got lots of money, lots of red envelopes and wishes, you know, and hope, you know, spent it with your immediate family, you know, COVID and all that. I was just thinking the other day, you know, like Lunar New Year is actually like over here, it's, it's classed as Chinese New Year. And I think, is it time? Is it time for us to uh, be a bit more aggressive in our approach and a bit out there to change, you know, the the phrase, the status quo of Chinese New Year to being Lunar New Year, you know, because I think all the white people know that it's not just Chinese people that, that celebrates this New Year, it's, it's every part of Asia, it's every part of the world that celebrates this New Year, you know, it's the Lunar New Year, it's the, it's the moon calendar, right? So even Boris Johnson said, Happy Chinese New Year. Now, obviously it's politically incorrect, but you know, I was just thinking, because all, all the past, past movements that we've had, is it time for us to be more aggressive in our approach? Is it time to, to get some celebrities out there, you know, Asian ethnic, ethnicity and go, listen, it's Lunar New Year, not Chinese New Year. It's not just the Chinese people that celebrates it. And I was just thinking, obviously, because when I was in school, when I was in primary school, I was on the Manchester Evening News and he said kids from the school celebrating Chinese New Year, da da da, right? So we was growing up with calling it Chinese New Year. Even I, to this day, sometimes mistakenly, or not mistakenly, just unknowingly, call it Chinese New Year. Now, we need to change the status quo. We need to change the thinking. But how aggressive do we take it? Because over, I think in time, 30 years, 40 years down the line, it might it might be extinct the word Chinese New Year, but should we be be bothered? Should we be asked to to change it now or next year or two years down the line, five years down the line? Because the word that word shouldn't be used. You sh shouldn't be used at all. All right, am I right? Am I right in this? But like I said, back in when I was younger, even to this day, to, to people, to my my clients, you know, she, they go, "Oh, you celebrating Chinese New Year." And I just roll with it because I can't be bothered going. It's actually the Lunar New Year, you know. I'm Vietnamese. It's it's too much hassle, right? Obviously, we would like to change change the name. I'm just, just thinking like we don't go out there enough to represent our culture, our heritage, and what's correct and what's incorrect. We just let it by. Maybe that's how we deal with racism, racism as well, right? I don't know what you think. Um, leave your comments with me or down below. I'm going to put this on YouTube and see what everyone thinks. But I, I think 
I think I think it's time. I think it's time we be a bit more aggressive in the approach and just make people aware, starting with the people around us and the people on our social media, um, to make to make this grow. Because the Chinese can't take can't take um, <laughs> can't take uh, the Chinese can't take what's the fucking word? The Chinese. Oh my god! Why can't? What time is it today? It's eleven o'clock. I can't even think. Yeah, the Chinese can't take all the credit for this is the whole part of asia and all the part of the, the whole orient anyways lecture done i hope you all had a like, happy new year to everyone which leads me nicely onto the next little story that i have for you what happened um, before lunar new year so basically my mum's got a little grocery slash off license store it's like half full of beer and cigarettes and the other half is like rice noodles sauces like anything you can, like food fish any anything oriental she'll she'll sell it so what happens because of new how busy she gets in new year before the lunar new year we had to go to london to pick up a bunch of stock i had to go to hackney so i hired a van a massive massive van uh so me and my mom went there went drove for, I drove from Liverpool to Manchester, Manchester to London for uh, four and a half hours, five hours drive, and then I went to Hackney, went to Tottenham, went to Enfield, right, to pick up the stock. I, I woke up about 7am, got to London around 12, 1ish, right, finished all the stock, 3, 4, 4ish, got ready, so tired, I'm talking like the, the massive, massive vans filled with food and boxes, Heavy lifting. I, I wasn't just the driver. I was the bloody carrier, the courier. Absolutely tired. I only had a packet of crisps for lunch and dinner. Right, had a bit of breakfast before I left Liverpool, and only had a packet of crisps. Now, anyone who knows, like, she's she's a typical Vietnamese mum, right? She's she's very hardworking, and she only wants what's best or what she thinks is what's best for her, uh, what's best for the kids and all that. So she's very like that, anyways, right? But anyway, she's very, very, very business orientated as well. When she sees something, or when she's good at something, she'll stick to it and she'll do it and, and she gets a kick out of it. You get me? Like, you know, this business, her, her business, this new venture that she's doing, is doing great. It's really, really booming. And everyone from all over Manchester, even further away from Manchester, like the coming in and the buying and stuff and the ordering and she's delivering and she, that sense of importance as well from my mum. So, we was on the drive back. I've had a packet of crisps for, for lunch and dinner. All I wanted to do was listen to uh, my podcast shows, right? Not my own one. Uh, to others, I listened to uh, a Scrubs pod- podcast. So all I wanted to do was just drive. I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm, I need a wee, I need water. You know, I'm just tired and aching and, and just exhausted. So this is, uh, I've been driving for what? eight hours nine hours straight so i thought right we're on our way home now just three more hours three more hours four more three and a half more hours just get to manchester and we're there now when i get hungry and angry i'm already on the edge as well so i just wanted to listen to my podcast however my mum she's got nothing to do now she her job is all done so what happens is she wants to obviously tell people that she's got stock coming in and she wants to obviously sell her goods, which is fair enough. But the way she answered her phone calls, right? The phone kept going off non-stop. So my stepdad would call her and 
plant her customers would call her and my auntie would call her and my brothers would call her and my sisters would call her and she has this because her all those jobs done she has this like satisfaction she don't really think about me she's just putting her feet up and just on the phone just constant just constant on the phone i'm trying to listen to my podcast so but that didn't wind me up i understand she's trying to make businesses she's trying to get the the food on ready for when you're for when we get back that's fine but her mannerisms and the way she answers her phone is what what really really like got my um got me further on the edge you know when drug dealers uh, have you ever seen or heard a drug dealer speak on the phone publicly you know when they got the, the little Nokia phones right they always pick it up they go hello yeah 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 lad it's there it's there like, they, they, like hello it's not hello you know hello lad yeah it's, it's when, notice it when you see a drug dealer when you see drug dealer or put, someone someone like you know he's got drug dealer vibes notice it when he when he speaks on the phone publicly yeah so and <laughs> this reminds me of uh, the time when my dad right so um, just a quick one right so so when my dad separated from my mum a few years later he was he was rolling in the money and, and he was single and there's a few women after him right so he would he would basically call he would basically every time he picks up the phone right in public he goes hello babes yeah and he'll he'll he'll, he'll pick it up numerous times so it's different girls right so hello babes yeah (laughs) so so my mom right so bear this in mind right back to my story so bear this in mind my mom's chilling speaking on the phone i've drove for eight to nine hours and i'm like two three hours away i'm in london driving back to manchester tired exhausted hungry and my mom's just constantly on the phone and every time the phone rings I'm gonna, I'm gonna translate it to in Vietnamese for you uh, in English for you yeah so she goes first my stepdad would call she goes wife's listening what's up hubby <laughs> I'm like Why? wife's listening like dude he called you he knows it's your wife right and then, but then she goes so then my, my little brother would call Right, or my sister would call. She goes, Mum's listening. What's up, kidda? <laughs> and then she puts the phone down, talks, put the phone down, right? Boom, my auntie would call. Goes, Sister's here. What's up, sis? So I just found out, like, she kept saying, like, she kept referring to her as the third person. I got more and more, more aggravated. I messaged my sister saying, Listen, go make me food, please, right? I'll be hungry. I want, I want. I want potatoes and eggs and whatever, whatever. My sister calls back my mum because she knows I'm driving. So she goes, Mother's listening. What's up, daughter? And I'm like, Aah! So my sister goes, We're going Bobo tea. Ask son, does he want anything for Bobo tea? And I could hear her on the speakerphone. I'm like, Just fucking get me any Bobo tea! <laughs> and I, obviously, in English, in English, it might not even sound that bad. But in Vietnamese, right? I'm gonna say in Vietnamese for you. I don't know if you get this, but if you're Vietnamese, then you'll understand. She goes, Mẹ nghe, cái gì đấy con? Yeah, and then if my, my, my stepdad calls, he goes, Vợ nghe, chồng đâu? No, no, it's not. Vợ nghe, cái gì đó chồng? For fucking three hours, 
I'm, I'm not messing. She did this. Wife's listening. Mother's listening. Refer, referring to her as the third person for three hours. Well, how do you want me to, to drive home in peace? When I'm starving, aching, my eyes are bloody heavy. And all I could hear was this woman chilling with her feet up on the, on the dashboard, referring to herself as the third person. <laughs> oh, but you gotta love her. Oh, bro, you gotta love my mum. I do, you know, I do love my mum. She she works so so hard, you know, for us for herself. <sighs> yeah, yeah, no, she's just stressful, stressful, stressful time for me. I'm I'm not gonna do it again. I only did it because I'm well, because I'm I'm not doing anything. Just another quick one. So on the way to to London, we picked up one of her friends. Have you ever get it when 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 your parents say, "Oh, it's it's a friend of ours," but they don't even really know each other. They just know of each other, and you, you need a lift on, uh, to Tottenham to work that week or something. I've never seen this guy ever. So what happened was I was driving, I was driving, and those two were just yapping away. She goes, "Oh, like you know, you, how's your kids doing?" Um, how many kids you got now? He goes, oh, two kids. He goes, oh, how um, how old are they? He goes, oh, uh, the oldest is uh, 22. Yeah, back in Vietnam. And she goes, oh, oh, um, she must be married now, isn't it? That age, yeah, that age in Vietnam. Yeah, she'd be married. So then he goes, um, yeah, um, she's gay. And in my head, whilst I was driving, I knew oh, this is not the subject you, you want to talk to my mum about. And I was cringing, I was. I wanted to get out of the car, I'd get out of the van. Is because my mum's a very, very typical old school mother person who, who believes, well, yeah, believes that, that gayness is is a phase and it can change and if you can, you can choose not to be gay and just, you know, sleep with the, op uh, love, love the opposite sex. Um, so I was cringing. She, so she, so she went, "Oh, really? That's a shame." I was like, "Oh, please, no, no, don't, don't say no more, please, please." And then he replied, "You know, um, that's not a shame. It's just I didn't know how to act at first. You know, it's, it's very strange. And you know, to me, she's my daughter, and so I, I'll accept it." And and, and then my mum goes, "Yeah, but really, really." Oh. You white, you white, you white kids, and you know, she, she, she's gay, really. Uh, and he, and I was dying inside. And then he, he showed her a picture, and this girl is now short hair. And I quickly glanced at, at the picture. She had a stubble, right? So obviously, I don't know. Like she, she must have got some hormones put in or something. I don't know. She goes, he goes, yeah, she, she, she just dresses like a boy and she, she wouldn't wear a dress, ever wear a dress, it's jeans, t-shirt, um, she dresses like my mum was, really, what do you, what do you say? My mum was like, why? Oh, you're disappointed, I feel sad for you. I was like, no, 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 no mum, please, please. I mean, God love my mum, but some things she will just, I don't think she'll ever understand and uh, sexuality and trans or or being gay or being lesbian is is is, is not a thing for her <laughs> that leads me to <coughs> salon be talking time um i've got a good one for you that well that you know it links to the, the story in the van about the the trans daughter this one was just before lockdown there's a client that comes in this is a second time that came in 
third, third time maybe, it's a dude, it's a guy. I'm not even, I'm not even sure if he or she wants to be called as a woman or a guy because I'm just gonna call him a he for now. He's from Romania and he's trans and he cross dresses. Then I, I, I'm not, I mean, please don't get get at me because uh, I don't know the, like the political correct words for these things. But he's born a guy, right? He's got a willy. He's got a dick. But he has long hair and he wears girls' clothes. Um, so the first time he came in, I did his nails and they were, they were quite long and it took me about 45 minutes to an hour because he had white tips on. So it's, it's that easy, you know, it's the white tips that you stick on. And that is a very, very long time. Now in, in our work, we schedule everyone in half an hour, give everyone like really a half, half an hour is a decent time. Look, I can do a, de a good, very good set, a full set of acrylics in 10, 15 minutes, not a problem. And then someone else would paint for another five minutes. Yeah, so you get in, you could be in and out within 20 minutes, 25 minutes. But this guy, I did it once. And because I do care about my work, I, I did a good job. So he came in again and he requested for me. So I thought, oh fuck. Now, in my head, the next time he came in, I would have given it to, you know, the, the other workers. You know, because I'm manager. You know what I mean? But I thought, fuck, all right, I'll do it. I'll step up. Now, what fucks me up more is this time, he didn't even want white tips. He wanted ombre, right? The marshmallow ones. Not the marshmallows. The um, the squashy ones, right? Obviously, the blend and stuff, right? So that would at least take me an hour, over an hour, hour and a half. So that that kind of like agitated me a bit more. But I thought, fuck it. She requested, he, he requested me. Oh, I'm getting confused again. He requested me, I'm going to do it. So I was there for... For, for if I'm gonna be there for an hour and a half, then I might as well get a conversation and find out what he does or whatever, and just start, instead of sitting in silence. Have you ever sat in, sat in silence, like doing someone's nails, or no, not doing someone's nails, or, or when they're doing their nails? I know it's awkward. I know it can be boring, and always they're always on their phone and stuff. So you know, what? being a guy like I am, I make conversation. I'm very friendly, and so I go, "What do you do?" And obviously, there's a language barrier. So I asked him, you know, what does he do? Where does he get the money from? Because he was wearing um, them Balenciagas, uh, them space shoes, them one that looked absolutely massive. I mean, he had big feet anyways. And I, oh, don't worry, he had massive hands. So it's harder to do, right? So I asked, I asked him what he does and then he, he started chuckling and I kind of got the feeling anyways, like this Romanian trans cross-dresser, shall we say, is, you know, is in that uh, industry, anyways. You know, the sex industry, anyways. So he, uh, we got talking, and he showed me pictures of of him cross dressing and looking all you know, like like a slut. You know, in like sexy, slutty outfit, long nails, bougie. I don't want to say, but in your head, just think like escort vibes, yeah. So I went, oh right, so so you so you're an escort. He goes, yeah, 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 yeah. I go, oh, so you got loads of money then? You're joking, what? She goes, yeah. He goes, yeah, I make a lot of money. I have many, many families. When I work, I give my money, send my money to, to Romania, to my family, and then I spend on clothes and drugs. Whoa, okay, this this guy likes to talk. <laughs> so we got an open up. Maybe, maybe I opened up uh, opened him up a bit too much, I don't know. But this, this is me now, I can't help it because I'm always intrigued and I'm always asking questions good questions and I share as well but this I felt a bit felt a bit restrictive but I was intrigued as well do many Arabs um, use your service so yeah 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 many many because 
I've heard a rumour, right? And, and, and I, I don't know, I heard a rumour that, that Arabs, you know, they're filthy rich, right? Whatever, they, they, they come over, uh, you know, they study, but like, they don't have sex with women because, uh, with Arab women, because, you know, Arab women don't have sex. So they have sex with men and trans men is a thing. Uh, this is just the room, so I, I had to ask. So I was, I was curious, so I, so I asked, and she goes, yeah, yeah, from everywhere, everywhere. Um, I've worked everywhere. I've, I've had sex with many, many people all around the world. And I think he took my curiosity as keenness, which I'm not. Um, I was just curious. I just wanted to know um, how does it all work, you know? And so his phone rang like every five minutes and he was talking broken English. Yes, I'll be there. So I was like, whoa, I was like, how much money do you make? And he goes, 300. 500 I went a night and she and he started laughing said, no, no no not a night just a uh, one hour jeez like, this bitch rich right and then obviously the way I look was was exactly that like just like shock and curious and like laughy and smiley and so he must have took it like as like okay let me try get him as a customer <laughs> so he goes you don't manage, uh, you own this place? I go, no, 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 I'm just the manager. I'm just the manager, you know, I just tell people what to do. No, 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 I don't own, I'm not that rich. I'm not that rich. Just <laughs> right. try and put it, put it out of his idea that I've got any amount of money. I ain't got 500 quid worth for one, one hour of, of gay sex. <laughs> so, he goes, oh, no, you, you, you have money. I know you have money. <laughs> and uh, I, I quickly moved on. Asked her a question about like her body. I said, oh, so are you going to get boobs? Because he was flat chested, right? I said, are you going to get boobs? And then he goes, yes, soon. I'm going to go do it about 5,000 pounds. So I said, oh, yeah, easy money for you, David. Yeah. And then I went, so what about, you know, down there? And when I asked him, he's like, what, what about down there? It looked, it, it's like he took offense. He went, no, that's still there. Like, I don't know if it was the language barrier or the loss in translation. Like, I was just asked, curious. So you can get boobs, but you still got a, a penis. <laughs> so, the, yeah, so went, that's still there. You know, I need it. I went, I went so you're you not going to chop it up? No, I need it. I was like, that's, like you need it. For plugging, like. So do you plug them? These, these rich people, these these people who, who are into to, to trans or, and uh, gay sex or whatever, but, but if you're the woman, or if you're the man in there, is it? I, I, was, just, I was just baffled, so I, I looked confused because I need it, yeah, and I'm not chopping this off, right? That is the worst Romanian accent, by the way. But you get the gist. So it got a bit awkward. I was like, oh, okay, okay. As long as you make money, you know, where are you going to go anywhere nice? He goes, I was trying to change the subject. And he goes, it's not gay. <laughs> um, I was like, huh? I was like, well, I don't quite understand this. So anyone who, you know, who, Please, please enlighten me or educate me in this. I don't quite understand how is it not gay. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, 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 that's fine. Uh, like, I was getting onto like the final stages, and oh, by the way, 
the nails, uh, let me, let me, I'm not exaggerating when I tell you this, right? The nails were about that long. You know, when you, when you stick the tips on, on the nails, he didn't want it cut. He didn't want any of it cut. So about that long, about that long. So it took me about a good hour and a half anyways. And I'm trying my best to give it the shape, to give him the shape that he wants and the blend that he wanted. It's not easy. I can turn in things like, you know, when things get awkward, I can turn it very to quite humorous. And we started laughing and stuff like that. So he goes, you have money. I said, no, 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 I haven't never He goes, have you got a big, have you got a big, because I like big, I like it big. And I went, no, 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 no. Very small, very, mine's very small, very small me. No, you wouldn't like me. <laughs> he doesn't know I've got a big one or a small one. He doesn't know if I'm lying or not. <laughs> yeah, very small, very small. I mean, okay, so there's a couple of feelings that I felt there. Like one, I was shocked. I was um, a bit, uh, I wasn't prepared for that, that approach. She, he, like, basically, he wanted, he wanted me to use his services, and I didn't like that. But it's like, he, he wanted to, you know, he was flirting with me, maybe over, over flirting, and I think he went overboard a little bit, and I didn't know how to react, and in work, don't, don't get me wrong, we, we jokingly flirt, we tease the customers, we have a joke and get to know our customers, but we don't overstep that line and I felt so uncomfortable. Even if a girl said that to me, I feel so I feel uncomfortable. It's, it's, not, it's not the fact that he's a guy, he's, he's trans and he's an escort. I didn't know how to act and I, and I still wouldn't know how to act and I'm assuming, because I've done a good job, obviously, that he would be back. So what, do I just try and avoid them kind of questions and then kind of leading it down that path? I'm not gonna call it like a, uh, I mean, I'm not gonna, it's not like, it's not like sexual, like, conduct. It's, it's like, but it did make me feel very uncomfortable. And he thought it was, it was okay to say that. And, you know, he, he said it quite a few times, you know, you have plenty of money, it's only uh, 300 pounds an hour and asking my man about my size of my manhood um yeah i just don't know how to act i just don't know how to act around that even though obviously i'm quite comfortable with my own skin and i'm quite out there this is like one in a few many times a few times one this is the one in the many the few few times that i get awkward and a bit speechless and like i just freeze i froze I think I froze. It's not like I'm bloody homophobic or transphobic. I've, I've, I've done plenty of customers, all shapes and sizes, all, all genders. But it's when someone over does it. It just makes me cringe and makes me, yeah, tighten up a little bit. Where do I, what, like next time he comes in, what do I do? I think I need some advice there. Yeah, so now anyways, since that day, we have decided, <laughs> we have decided that anyone who has long nails because it's gonna take like two, double our time, triple our time, we're gonna charge a fiver extra. Sorry guys, right? If anyone's to blame, blame the, the Romanian dude. <laughs> right, that's it. That's it for um, episode two. Hope is all right. I've got so many things to talk about, so please stick around. Um, episode three is gonna be a good one. I've already got some ideas for this. And yeah, thank you for listening. Um, I know it's been a while, but yeah, let's try and make it once a week, eh? Uh, catch you later. Come on, people. Love yous.